on to the returning. We've been waiting so long. Yes, hallelujah. We worship Jesus. We're so excited. We have been waiting for so long for this in anticipation, just feeling the Spirit stirring in us, feeling Him burning in us, feeling Him building in us into that place of joyful expectation. That's the definition of hope, a joyful expectation. And we're so excited to be here tonight for the next three days where we get to come together, where we're returning our hearts to the Lord and we're listening. We're fixing our gaze upon him and we're setting our heart to hear what the Lord is speaking to us in this moment of history right now. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who has prayed, who is praying right now, who has interceded and who has pressed in to hear the voice of the Lord. Welcome online friends and family. We bless you. Thanks for being with us tonight. Please go ahead and share this in your socials and invite people to join us for tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday as as I know it's just gonna grow, there's gonna be momentum. I see like that big giant um, stone in Indiana Jones that's coming down the hill, you know, and he's running and I just feel that that's the Lord in his excitement, in his heart. He is pursuing us. He is ready to come and encounter each of us here. So we're going to just step in. If you're here in the house, I'm gonna ask you to stand and we're just gonna present ourselves. And if you're at home somewhere safe, not behind the steering wheel of your car, go ahead and stand where you are. Because we're now going to come as worshiping saints and we're gonna present ourselves to the Lord. We're going to bring ourselves to Him. We're going to let every other thought and concern take a seat. And we're going to come to exalt the glorious one in this moment. Glorious, glorious, mighty King. Holy, ever-present Lord. Magnificent and majestic. We honor you, God. We honor you. We honor you, mighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Divine intention of everything created. Here we are to give you praise. Here we are to exhort you, to extol your name, and to worship you, God. Right now, right now, Jesus. Right now, we exalt you in this place. Lift up your voice, saints. Holy is the Lord our God.
I just saw a picture of all sickness and depression and, and heaviness and darkness just bowing at his feet, just crumbling under the presence of the Lord. And I say, yes, God, yes, God. You are bigger, better, mightier, stronger, more accomplished than the enemy. And I just thank you, God, for being so powerful in this room. And I feel your presence in here. Father, and I thank you, I thank you that everything bows at your feet. Everything has to go low. When you walk into the room, God, everything has to go low. Everything has to crumble. Everything has to become small when you walk into the room. And I just thank you for your presence in this place, God. Worthy, 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 worthy. God, worthy is your name. Worthy is your name, Jesus.
our hands to heaven and behold our King. Set our mind on the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Oh Lord, we worship you. 
We love you, Lord. We praise you for who you are. You are welcome. You are our returning king. And we are returning to you. And we are watching our oneness being restored in every area of life. We praise you. We say your name, Jesus. 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 You are everything, Jesus. Source of life. Life itself. Zoe. Resurrection. And the life. Jesus. Jesus. be seated. Welcome to our yearly convocation gathering during the Sukkot Feast of Tabernacles. This year is something we've never done before. I'm so excited about the opportunity that we've made available, and I think we are all going to be participants in this. It's not a teaching conference. It's a gathering around the Lord Jesus in prayer and around the sound that God's been delivering for the last nine months in our Wednesday prayer and fasting, it goes from six to six. And all of the people that be sharing over plus 20 people, they're all part of that. And they've come to a prayer watch. They watch weekly and we've been hearing. And we're going to just let the sound of heaven find expression. And I really believe you're going to hear the sound of heaven rising up within your heart and your belly. And we're going to all begin to come into a manifold wisdom of God. And if, as we grow and mature in this kind of gathering, one day it'll get so loud and so clear and so strong that the manifold wisdom of God will be made known to the principalities and the powers in the heavenly places according to the eternal purpose of Jesus. So thank you for being here. I mean, thank you for being here, giving us your time, setting it apart for the Lord. It, it's a divine experiment that God is orchestrating. So if you could, uh, Kelly, can you bring up Exodus 34, verse 22? This is Moses on the mount when he is, uh, the glory of God is passing before him. The name of the Lord is being proclaimed. And then having encountered the Lord, then the Lord reiterates the covenant that he's making with the people. And he says, you shall observe the feast of weeks of the first fruits of the wheat harvest, that's Pentecost, and the feast of ingathering, that's Sukkot, or a feast of tabernacles, at the year's end. Three times in the year, all your men shall appear before the Lord, the God of Israel. For I will cast out the nations before you and enlarge your borders. Neither will any man covet your land when you go up to appear before the Lord your God three times in a year. So our stuff's safe. Okay? Don't worry about your stuff. It's safe. Don't worry about your future. This giving God this time causes a greater blessing ahead of us and protection in the midst of us and recovery from the past. You shall not offer the blood of sacrifice with leaven, nor shall you sacrifice the feast of Passover left until morning. The fruits of the first of the fruits of your land you will bring to the house of the Lord your God. You shall not boil a goat, young goat, and a mother's with Israel. 
uh, excuse me, I just jumped that one. A mother's milk, then you shall, set, then the Lord said to Moses, write these words for according to the tenor of these words, I've made covenant with you, with, my, with Israel. So we're engaged in God's heart to gather under his name to him and to bring to him our, our hearts, our time, and our offering. So we're going to receive an offering. We'll do it tonight. We'll do it tomorrow. It's a special offering. Don't, it's, not, it's, a, it's a feast. It's an in-gathering offering. So ask the Lord what you give. You don't have to even give right now. You could just ask the Lord, how am I supposed to sow into this? Because this is the in-gathering was the year is where the debts were released. It's where Jubilee was sounded. And it's where the word of God was read again after you came out of a year of rest and the year of release. Then the, the word of God was read again. So the whole other experiential encounter with God and his word and the fear of God could rest upon Israel. So this is a holy time. And I believe it's a joyful time. We're supposed to be able to rejoice before the Lord. And I just want to ask the Lord to bless that, and then we'll finish our worship and move into the evening. Lord, I just thank you that we are a people that are, you know, thank you. I mean, wow, we're returning. We're returning to ancient ways, gathering and purpose, and how in which the sound of God was brought forth in the midst of the people of God, how the people of God were listeners. We're learning new things that are lost things that are being recovered. We don't know. You know what you're doing. But we bless you, and we ask you to watch over all our loved ones and family, details of life. We, can't, we want to hear you, Father. We want to appear before you. We want to bring our gifts to you. Show us how to, how to be with you in these next three days. And we praise you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if you want to give tonight, the offering buckets are up here. If you have cash, you want to use an envelope. Or, and if you want to give online, you can do so in the house or online. Thank you. For you alone will be exalted in that day. And worthless goals will be as idols that we made for you alone will be exalted in that day you'll be seen as rightful king and from our hearts we'll
family, if you're just coming to be a part of this gathering, I'd like you to all stand. We, we want to take the moment every time we receive purposefully offerings that we, whether they come through digitally, this is our point of contact to give it to our great high priest, Jesus, seated at the right hand of majesty. Lord, we offer to you willingly and joyfully these tithes, offerings, special gifts to you, the high priest of our confession, the one to whom Abram brought a tenth of everything, to which you commanded blessing to him and brought him forward into his future. Do it tonight with us. Receive us from us and grant to us an open heaven over our lives. Command the blessings and bring us your voice, your word, your touch. Just come into our midst in any way and every way that you would desire for our benefit and for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's thank God for the worship tonight. That is like... Hosanna song. There's your yeah. next recording video. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Because you know what? It's so good. I mean, what a privilege, honestly, that we can get together and worship the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, that we can take this time and really return our hearts back to Him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So, I know this, but this is a feast and it's a festival, so we've got to, we've got to greet each other, get to know who we're going to be hanging out with for the next couple of days. So would you all stand up and take a moment, welcome someone, love somebody, and we'll say hi to you online. Welcome, welcome. We're so happy that you're with us. This is such a good time of year mm -hmm. to be able to rejoice before the yes, Lord, yes. to be able to hear His voice, and I believe that in the manner that we're doing this, we're going to come out of this with a puzzle that's been put together, wow. and we're going to be hearing the voice of the Lord louder and clearer than we have in the past. Yeah, absolutely, and because you're with us in the spirit, we may be separated in time or even dis or distance or in time. Maybe you're catching up later on this broadcast, but this is one body, one spirit, and there's one hope of our calling. So you're, you'll be activated in that very place where you're joining us online. It's going to happen just for everybody. It's so good. Amen. 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 All right. Well, come on in. Let's. We want to make sure. Oh, I'm not going to do it to you, Peter, Michael, but um, we have. For those of you in, in, in the sanctuary and are joining us here on site, we have a sukkah, which is what all over Israel and all over Jewish believers place them in there. Uh, oh, you're going to bring it over? Okay, just, just so everybody online, this is the sukkah, and you're welcome to go inside anytime for any reason. I'll stay up here. It's okay. Not that anyway, just give them a look at it, okay? Anyway, the sukkah is a place of fellowship, of faith, of covenant, a place of transition, a place of promise. God said, I can make you dwell in tents like I did when I brought you out of Egypt and brought you into your promise. So wherever you're mo something's moving, swirling, changing, you can go and get settled in, and you're welcome to come inside 
sit in there during worship, during the word, during throughout the weekend, throughout, it'll be up here till Monday, when they, after the feast, it'll go down on Tuesday. Praise God. Well, I'm really excited, and I do want to thank everybody for your participation and being here, because I believe that every single one of us carries the Holy Spirit, and we carry a peace of the Lord, and we all are placed so strategically in certain places where we have a certain vantage point. We see things a certain way, and when we, but we don't have the whole thing. So when we come together, I think we're able to hear the Lord's voice more clearly. Um, I, I like, am super OCD about, um, you know, like crumbs on the counter and all that sort of stuff. And like we would eat breakfast, and then there might be syrup on the table, and Steve would come and plop down his computer in the, you know, in the syrup, and never, you know, I'd have him doing dishes, but never noticed that the, you know, the stove was just awful. You know? And it finally occurred to me that with his height, some of that stuff isn't really the same eye level that I'm looking at it at. Well, yesterday, I happened, and so, you know, that, so, you know, I kind of forgave him and figured, you know, okay, well. Kind of? <laughs> you kind, I mean, kind of, of yeah, I kind okay. of forgave you, yeah. <laughs> so yesterday, I was putting away some groceries, and I had to stand on a stool to be able to do this. And I saw, I'm like, oh my gosh, the top of my refrigerator is filled with dust and grossness, and it is awful. And, you know, I can't see it, and then, you know, because it's high. And then I was like, oh, you know, the hood of the stove, oh, it's gross. It's got all this dust and grease. And then Jan had stopped by to make us lunch when she was driving back to Santa Inez. And I was like, oh my gosh, she is tall enough that when she was cooking, she would have been able to see that. And I was like, Steve, why don't you ever clean any of this up? You know, you, you look at it all the time. It's your size, yeah. you know. Uh, it's out Doesn't of, bother me. <laughs> it's, out, it's out of my... But, you know, those things or the experiences of our life that um, yesterday, was it yesterday? It was Wednesday when we were all arriving to pick up kids from school. Uh, there was just this huge cloud burst and just rain began pouring down. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I bet everybody down at the church is so excited and they're rejoicing. And um, But all of us, like, the parents, grandparents getting out of cars, we all get this like text message, some kind of alert that your phone can do. Anyways, it's telling us shelter in place. And, you know, it was a lightning warning. And, but every, you know, as the parents, you know, people are kind of confused and well, what do, you know, what do we, how do we get our kids in? But there was this one mom. So we had to walk down a block to get on, into school. And there's this one mom just broke out in like Holy Spirit laughter. And she laughed the whole way, talked to me. We, you know, was just explaining how this was so funny because she's from Atlanta. And she couldn't believe that here in California, we thought this was weather. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, 
I'm believing that from all the places that we have life experience, that we know the Lord, that he's taken us through things, when we put them together, mm -hmm. we get a mm -hmm. better picture. Oh, that's good. Very good. Very good. You didn't tell him about what happened with Christian going surfing during the, the, the rain. What happened? <laughs> Christian! Can you hear what happened when you went surfing? Oh, he didn't know. He was, it was pour. It started pouring. You were there. And then, but he didn't even notice it. He didn't even know it was raining. Because he was in the water. So you just don't, a lot of us don't get every, you know, certain things happen. One of us know, you were, you were getting soaked, trying to get him out of the water. And he was out there having fun and didn't even know it was raining. No, I didn't go down there to go down there. I went to get you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what we're going to get to experience together because it's not just what we've been hearing as we practice the discipline of prayer and listening and using living in his word and agreeing with what he's saying and just letting the word of God take us and the spirit of God lead us. But we then begin to hear the spirit of God in each of us. And one, one releases a sound, that then the Holy Spirit releases another sound, and it's going to happen in Mitzvah. So this really isn't, we don't even know what we're going to, I don't know what everybody's going to say. I didn't ask, uh, didn't ask them to say anything other than the testimony of what they're hearing and, uh, you know, the storyline of it, or, and then to release the impartation of it. So that it's just a, it's a receiving time. So please, please drink. Drink. Remember the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stands up and says, if anyone's thirsty, come to me and let him drink. And out of he who believes into me, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. So that the invitation of God is always an invitation that anyone can step into. We often in our Western world think we have to kind of orchestrate it in a certain fashion and give people specific instructions on what to do and techniques on how to get there. But it's not that complicated. It's Jesus, I feel the leading of your spirit. I'm engaging, you're conversing with me. I'm this is where I really got to highlight, note where I am. Uh, I got to go further into that. That's what this kind of a gathering is. Israel would gather, the word would be read, and they would encounter the Lord, and the fear of God would fall on the nation, and they'd begin a new journey. May it happen to each of us, right? Yes. Just however God knows. So I think we'll get started. I want to read one scripture. I'm going to, I, I, we're, this is a, a short night. We hope to be done about 8 o'clock because we, we want to start fresh tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. We'll have worship again. We'll go till noon. Then we will have... Um, uh, lunch together till one o'clock and we'll start the third session at one and we hope to be and plan to be done at three I mean, I'm pretty I, I'm kind of OCD on that. I, I feel like when we we set time in a place We try to keep that time Place in place unless God does something obviously beyond that But you know, we've all been in meetings that God isn't obviously doing something beyond that But somebody else is doing something way beyond that and we don't wear anybody out. So we want to stay because on Sunday morning, we regather for the conclusion and for lunch together. Uh, I think that's everything. I, we'll talk more. But let me take you to this one scripture. This happened in uh, April, and this is kind of what got everything started. Uh, I said before we gather in prayer, we're now beginning to build teams. 
that uh, commit to be together in a certain time slot so that we grow not only the agreement with God's word, but agreement with one another. And the, 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 the sound starts to develop. The sound of heaven starts. You see, the whole, there's only one spirit. So if we get in, into the spirit, we all begin to hear the one hope of the calling. And it, it's, 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 it's very phenomenal. But I wasn't expecting any of it. Isaiah 43, verse 1 we just in prayer, and one will pray, pray, read a scripture, pray a prayer, and then when that will un unlock somebody else's with the scripture to pray a prayer, and begin, before you know it, a swirling, kind of a whirlwind begins to move with the spirit. <clears throat> but now, uh, thus says the Lord, verse uh, 43, Isaiah 43, 1, but now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name you are mine this totality of relationship from the beginning of creation to redemption to being called to be informed when you pass through the waters i'll be with you and through the rivers they will not overflow you and when you walk through the fire you shall not be burned nor shall the flame scorch you and i think some of us have walked through some rivers and waters and flames haven't you and yet we're still here for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom and Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. God will spare the righteous. He will spare his children. You will do it coming today more and more that you will know those who serve the Lord and those who don't. But then he goes on, he says, fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. And this started to grow, this sound. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. God took possession of the sons and daughters that he was comforting uh, the Israel that they would see redeemed when he said, I want you to give my sons, my sons, the ones that are called by name, everyone who's called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him, yes, I have made him. So those seven verses, they just they, they got prayed over probably three or four different times throughout the day because we will do the Wednesday testimony and we invite everyone to return and share what God's saying so we could hear the, the current sound and what we're, what we're yielding to. But that day, that just repeated. And then it re repeated more. And it felt like, whoa, wow, this is cool. Easter's coming and, and it's, it's God's bringing back the prodigals. And so we put uh, these baskets and you're welcome to please take a moment if you haven't yet or if you've got new people to put on and names and we just fill these baskets with names and begin to now place them in our Wednesday in the middle of our prayer and just continue to intercede and calling that returning because the Lord said everyone that he is that is son and daughter that's called by his name now all of us wander some of us wander from the truth for a season some of us intentionally run out of the father's house because we don't see a future there others of us serve in the father's house and don't see a future there it, there's this returning of the heart there's a regathering of his people there's a 
bringing, it grew and it grew and grew and growing and growing. That I believe that there's a whole returning of the fragmented heart, returning of the my soul uh, back to peace and rest. It's the returning of my life back into my the calling of God over my life. It's the returning. Uh, out of the complexity, you know, confusion of this world and into simplicity and godly sincerity. It just doesn't seem to be stopping, this sound. So as we were approaching, because I said we always meet at Sukkot, I was thinking, well, what are we to do? And soon it became apparent, returning. We're to be gather around this theme that's growing. And it did grow every week into different places, into different sounds. And then the Lord said, just, I want you to invite the ones that are coming that have been partnering and hearing the sound and praying the word, and let's let the sound grow and become an, an invitation to an encounter. And that's what I believe tonight is, and tomorrow will be encounters, many encounters, the heart sitting in a chair, quietly being transformed. Who knows? It could grow beyond that. That's not ours to do. That's whatever the Lord wills to do and the response of his people as he begins to move. One of the scriptures we pray all the time is today if you'll hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Just what is the opposite? Soften your heart and lean into it. Wow. There, there we're coming into things. There's so much more of salvation than we've yet to experience in this life. That's clearly outlined in the Bible but it becomes almost like a like a concept that's so far removed from reality that we don't think it could ever be possible that we could live in that, that fullness. But it's coming. New, beautiful, transformative times in Jesus. So I've asked four people to start with tonight. I'm, I'm going to ask Deanna Madrid, and I, uh, then we'll have Ede, and Abakari, then Rosie Bates, and then Brian Rogers, and then we'll close up. And they're going to share. So come on up, Deanna. And then after, as you finish, release the impartation. And what we do on, on Wednesdays is whenever it's time to receive an impartation, we stand up and, and position our heart to receive so that it's, it's intentional on our part. Because receiving in the, in the Bible is not passive. It's taking. It's taking. It's like somebody handing you a football, and you tuck that thing in, and you start running. It's receiving. So... Deanna, here's your microphone, and thank you. Well, the Lord um, confirmed for, for me tonight, even with the song, because I didn't know that Diana was going to be doing the song that she did at the end that says, My God, my joy, my delight. And... Uh, when Pastor Steve was asking different people, would you share? And I said, I'll, I'll pray about that. And so I came in here at one of the times during our prayer, and I was just praying. I said, well, Lord, what are you, what are you saying? And the Lord um, took me back to a time when I was in Kansas City in the house of prayer. And he reminded me how I was sitting there, and they were doing a song that was said the word said enjoying me enjoying you enjoying you enjoying me the greatest part of my day i'm not in a hurry because i'm enjoying you enjoying me 
and 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 then there was a scripture that was given Isaiah 62 verse 4 that says you will no longer be termed forsaken for I'm giving you a new name your name is Hephzibah which means one in whom God delights and I'm a teacher motivated so I'm I, I need to give you I just felt like the Lord said I said, Lord, what, what are you desiring right now? What do you want to, what are you saying to me as far as returning, regathering? And I felt like the Lord said, my delight. Come back to my delight. Or if you are in my delight, I want to open it up even more for you. So I'm just going to take you through some scriptures that the Lord gave me. But I want to start by the first one that he gave me was the Isaiah 62 verse 4. And the word forsaken means to be renounced, to be turned away from, to leave, to abandon, and to desert. Okay, so that's what he's saying. You're not going to be termed that anymore, but you have a new name. It's Hephzibah, one in whom I delight. And this is the meaning of delight. A high degree of pleasure, gratification, extreme satisfaction, something that gives great pleasure, enjoyment, and gladness. Uh, Psalm 37, verse 3 to 4. Keep trust, this is the Passion Translation. Keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in His eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you'll be secure feasting on His faithfulness. Make God your greatest delight and pleasure of your life, and he will give you the desires and the secret petitions of your heart. And as I was meditating on that, the Lord said it's two things. And I, I know some things I'm saying you guys probably already know, but I just felt like the Lord is saying, I want you to return. Remind my body. Remind mm -hmm. yourself good, good. of the, these things. And so when he's saying, I will put my desires in your heart, in other words, I will give you the desires of your heart, the Lord said that's twofold. He's putting his desires in us. As we're coming to him and delighting him and spending time with us, he's putting the desires there. And not only that, he's going to grant the desire, the desire of the heart, because it's his desire he's put there, and it's coming to pass. So don't give up. If, you, if there's a desire God's put in your heart, don't let go of that. Know that he's put it there, and he's going to bring it to pass. Um, God's word says, ask us. Oh, so then the Lord said to me, ask me what I desire in the given situation or the person you're praying for. And so one morning, as I was meditating on that, I was doing that in my bed. I was lying in my bed. And I just, there was something, somebody that came to my heart. And I just began to ask the Lord, Lord, what do you desire for this person? And as I just took that posture to listen, the Lord began to show me something that he was desiring. And so I began to, he put that desire in my heart. And then I began to pray out of that desire that he put there. So that's an example of what I'm saying. I think God is wanting to enlarge this in our lives. God is saying he will put his desires in your heart, 
but also he will grant the desires of your heart as you look to him. Trust in him and make him your greatest delight. He wants us to find gratification and satisfaction in him, pleasuring him and enjoying him, for he is truly an enjoyable God. Job 22:25-28 says, And if you make the Almighty God your gold and the Lord your precious treasure, then you will have delight in the Almighty, and you will lift up your face to God, and you will make your prayer to him, and he will hear it. You shall declare and decree a thing, and it will be established for you. And God's light, God's favor shall shine upon your ways. And what the Lord said to me, it's like a kid who, have you ever seen a kid like comes to a treasure chest, and they're so excited because they see all the things, and they go, oh, I want something from that treasure chest. I felt like that's what the Lord was saying. Come to the treasure chest. Come to my treasure chest. Yeah. And as you do, he will give us what to declare and decree, and then he will grant it. And as we are declaring and decreeing, we're going to sense his favor surrounding us and overshadowing us, that wonderful favor of God. Psalm 1, verse 2, Blessed is the man who doesn't walk in the counsels of the ungodly, but his delight is in the Lord's words, and he meditates on them day and night. And one of, one of the ways that you know if you're delighting in the Lord is you're meditating in God's word day and night. That's a real test. Am I delighting in the Lord? Are you meditating in God's words day and night? Okay. Um, uh, Psalm 119.92, unless your word had been my delight, I would have perished in my affliction. And I felt like the Lord, what the Lord said to me, focus on your delight on me instead of the affliction, whatever it is that you're going through. You know? And it's not easy sometimes. Sometimes, and that's the devil's tool. He, he wants to get us so focused on the struggle, the anxiety, the affliction. But God's saying, no, no, no. Come back and focus on your delight in me. Psalm 94, verse 9. In the multitude of my anxious thoughts within me, your comforts cheer and delight me. Wow, think about that. He wants us to find great delight in him, comforting our hearts. See, there's a place where you can experience God's comfort. And as he's comforting you, you then you are delighting in the Lord, and you're letting him delight in you. Psalm 147.11, the Lord takes delight and pleasure in those who reverently and worshipfully fear him in those who hope in his mercy and loving kindness, okay? One of the meanings of mercy means God's willingness to come and help us in any and all situations and distresses. So you see, when you let God come and help you and delight in his help in you, he really delights in that. He likes that. That brings him great joy. Proverbs 15, 8. The prayer of the upright is his delight. Prayer is another way we delight in him. He's so delighted when we come to him. And 
like when we've been gathering here on Wednesday, see, we're delighting the Lord. We're delighting in him, but we're also bringing him great delight. When he sees, man, look at my kids together. They're with me. They're not only with me, but they're with each other. And they're in agreement. Proverbs 33, 26. My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe and delight in my ways. Look at what he sees and enjoy what he sees. One of the times, I think it was the staff meeting, we were having our prayer time, and the Lord spoke through Pastor Steve about use your imagination. See what God is seeing. And I, man, I just took hold of that, and I just started doing that. Like when I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be praying, I would just let the Lord start downloading to me in my imagination. What was he seeing? I want to see what you see. I want to hear what you're saying. And the Lord said, as you do that, that's a, that's a delight to me. You are in my delight when you're doing that. Song of Solomon, uh, chapter 2, verse 4 to 6. Like an apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. Under his shadow, I delight to sit, and his fruit is sweet to my taste. He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me is love. For love waved as a protecting and comforting banner over my head. When I was near him, he sustained me with raisins and refreshed me with apples. For I am sick with love. I can feel his left hand under my head, and his right hand embraces me. Boy, now isn't that a beautiful picture? And that's what I'm hearing the Lord say, come back into this place of delight with me. I'm sorry, I'm giving you a lot of word, but this is what the Lord told me to do, give you the word. Jeremiah 9, 24. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me personally, practically, directly, discerning and recognizing my character that I am the Lord who practices loving kindness and righteousness in the earth, because you see in these things I delight, says the Lord. And I just felt like the Lord was saying, yes, I love it when you come and you personally spend time with me and get to know me better, know what I'm saying to you, what I'm bringing to you, and recognizing my loving kindness. Micah 7, 8. Who is a God like unto thee that pardons iniquity and passes transgressions of the remnant of his heritage? He retaineth not his anger forever because he delights in mercy. Remember God's willingness to come and help us. He delights in coming and helping you. Listen. Oh, mercy means God's willingness to come and help us. Matthew 17, 5. This is my last verse here. But while Peter was still speaking, a radiant cloud compassed over them, and God's voice suddenly spoke from the cloud, saying, This is my dearly loved son, the constant focus of my delight. Listen to him. So see, God so delights in his son, and he so delights when we listen to what Jesus is saying to us. Um, I felt towards the end here, the Lord wanted me to share just some, to recap here, to finish up here. 
what are some ways that we can let him delight in us and we can delight in him? And if any of you guys get some ideas as we're going through the, this time together, you come and see me because I want to hear it. But these are some things the Lord gave me. Sitting quietly in his presence and just soaking in him and enjoying his presence. Meditating on his words and his personal words to your heart especially and in soaking in them and enjoying them. Prayer, talking with God and listening to God. It's a two-way conversation. Walking and getting away from the distractions of life and enjoying his creation all around us. Take a good walk. Take some time and talk to him and listen to him. Um, appreciating him as we go throughout our daily activities. You know, we can get really busy sometimes in our day and get burdened down with things, but he's saying, stop and take a few minutes and just appreciate me. <laughs> Giving thanks to him. Thank you, you're my peace and my joy, my salvation. Just start thanking him and make declarations over yourself and those around you and enjoying the activities he gives you and sharing with others. So let's just agree together right now, Lord, we're just going to thank you. And we go ahead and stand together so we can receive. That you, it all starts with you delighting in us. And Lord, we recognize that. But now we're here to say yes to you, God. You're saying to many of us, return, come back to that beautiful place of delighting in me. And if you are delighting in me, come on, just keep going forward with this. Let me just keep filling your heart and showing you the beautiful, wonderful delight that I have in you. And you let yourself delight in me. And so, God, we're here to say yes to you. Yes, 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 Lord. yes, yes, Lord. yes. yes Lord. Come yes. on, God. Bring yes, us more Lord. into your wonderful yes, delight, more yes, than we've Lord. ever known. Yes, Lord this year. Yes, Lord. No matter where yes, we're Lord. at, we're going to go forward Ooh, in beautiful, wonderful delight whoa. in you, enjoying whoa. you, enjoying whoa, us. Whoa, 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 and I want to encourage you guys, if you get a chance, there's a song that Terry Myers wrote, Isaiah 62 verse 4. She wrote a song that actually has the words to that verse about mm. delighting, that we're no longer mm. forsaken, mm. but we're his delight. He delights in us. Amen. Thank you, Dean. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Eddie, come on up. I, when you, when, when I hear what someone's hearing God and what we're and the way He's calling us to return, I'm listening and I start pulling my own heart in agreement. I may not understand it fully, but I just say I want it. And then when we do that stand, just pull. You ever had a big, thick milkshake that was so, but you had, you had to pull that out? To, yeah, that's, that's the image. Go ahead, Eddie. Praise God. I like that talk about delight. My journey has been that the Lord trying to show me how I can walk in delight at all times, in all circumstances. When uh, Larry left for Kentucky, it was almost like I heard the Lord saying, would you like to take his spot at 6 a.m. on Wednesday? Uh, that's when the sleep is sweetest around about. 
I said, Lord, okay, okay. I, I didn't know he was trying to show me some things. See, when you've been working with God, every one of us have been. The grace of God is in all of us. The Lord begins to say certain things to you that are yours. He said, keep it to yourself. Let it don't go tell everybody. Just keep it to yourself because this is for you. And so the Lord gave me some verses. You get up in the morning, you show up there, and you write your name there, like Pastor Steve said, and then you spend some time with me. I said, Lord, yes, Lord. The first verse that the Lord gave to me, actually gave it to me a few years back, but it just came alive to me again. In Habakkuk chapter 2, verse, uh, the first one, you said, this is your verse when you show up on Wednesday. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart. This is your watch, Eddie. And I will answer. And I will watch to see what he will say to me. He, he meant I was supposed to be listening. And what I will answer when I'm corrected. He anticipated that uh, I would show up with some ideas in my head. And he's going to say, listen, he's going to set me straight. Get me in line with his purpose. And so the Lord asked me to keep reading. And in verse 4 of the same chapter, he said, Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him. I said, yes, say it now, those proud people out there. Yes, yes, tell him not us. He said, this is you I'm talking about, Eddie. Listen to me. On the other hand, but the just, the righteous, shall live by his faith. By his faith in me. I'm supposed to live my whole life, all of it, all of it, by my faith in him, high or low, under all circumstances. Then he said, go to Hebrews 3.12, Eddie, I want to show you something. Who was Hebrews 12.3 written, 3.12 written to? Hebrews chapter 3, verse 12. Christians, most likely tongue-talking Christians. He said, beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Wow. He said, Eddie, when your circumstances speak louder to you than the witness of my word in you, you're going to depart. You're going to have an evil heart or unbelief. You're going to doubt everything I say because your circumstances are louder to you than the witness of my word in you. I said, Lord, I guess that's true. 
Look me to Isaiah 30, verse 15. For thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, you shall be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. He said, when you begin to delight yourself in the secret place of the Most High, and you begin to abide under the shadow of the Almighty, this is what will be yours in quietness. We live in a very noisy world. There are distraction, more distractions today than there has ever been in the history of mankind. But he said, let your heart be fixed on me in the midst of whatever you're doing. In quietness and confidence in me, you will have strength. And so the Lord has delivered me from a lot of things. I, I, I no longer spend a whole lot of time watching the news, hearing what the word is saying. Because I know what will happen to me. It will become so loud to me that the witness of God and his word will be, God will become smaller and smaller and my circles will become bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And I will wander away from the secret place of the most high. Why would I want to do that easy? I just have to let my circumstances speak louder to me than the witness of God. Please rise. I want to pray with you. I want to agree with you. I'm sure you are on the same journey I've been on. The secret place of the most high God. Father, we don't want an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. We cannot presume on a relationship with you we do not actually have. We must never take it for granted. We must seek you with all our heart. At all times. And say, Lord, I believe. Help my own belief. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Eddie. Thank you. Rosie. Rosie Bates. We had that Habakkuk 3.1 come up again on Wednesday. You know, I will stand my, my watch on the rampart and see what I will answer when I am corrected. Isn't that a most beautiful thought that correction can become the door out of confusion and freedom? And yeah, thank you, Eddie, for that humility. And go ahead, Rizzi. She's the one I gave the mic on Sunday, and then she wouldn't give it back. So <laughs> if I... Get the mic and grab it out of her hand. You'll know. It's, just... it's, it's really amazing how the Holy Spirit just, uh, you know, he, the way he moves. Because I'm not a kind of, I'm not a person who like to just say, okay, I'll take the mic. or, And I just look at everybody and it's like, wow, Eddie, you speak so well. And Deanna, you speak so well. And, and anyway, but, you know, the, the Holy Spirit... When he wants his, you know, he wants his spot or his, uh, he wants to share something, he comes in in a very suddenly, quick, quickly way. In, in. But anyway, I just want to pray first. <laughs> Let's do that. 
Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, We just thank you, Father. We just give you permission. We give you permission to continue, to continue to fill this place with your presence, with your presence. It's already here. It's very powerful, very strong. And I'm hearing, I'm hearing the uh, uh, what you're saying, Father, listening to to the Father, listening and to be very uh, yielded to you, Father. And so, Lord, I just, Father God, thank you for my brothers and sisters that are so hungry that wanted to just to come and listen to you, yes. not to the vessel, but to you. Yes, we're just His breath. You are you are the one that will just uh, come in and meet everybody's needs. Because Lord, you mm -hmm. summoned us here. You gathered us here for a purpose and a reason. Father, just like when the military, when there's an urgency, the, 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 the upper uh, uh, captain or the one in charge says, I summoned you to come. Everyone needs to be here because I am going to release assignment assignment to each one of you you're not here for a mistake and those who are listening you're not uh, uh, here to, to to just view and to get entertained you're here because the lord wants to impart something very yes. real and sincere yes, yes. very yes. very important as, as i'm supposed to share this in 20 minutes i do believe the lord is going to give this in a very, very mm -hmm. strategic way. And, and he has given me something, and it's the word breakthrough, yeah. or breaker, or, or push through, or delivery, or determination, or uh, 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 authority. And, and, and this is what uh, the Lord wants me to share today, because I, I didn't even know what I was going to share, and I really wasn't studying. I've been sp speaking in tongues a lot. And, Last year, uh, when the 2022 came, I said, okay, what do you want me to say for the, the rest of the year? The first thing I wake up, he says, thy kingdom come, it shall be done on earth as in heaven. And then I said, okay. And every morning, that's what he wanted me to say. And so that's the first thing that comes out of my mouth. And it's just like a discipline. It's just something that he gave me. I listened to it all last year. We've had some meetings and and uh pastor diana mentioned it and pastor brian becky and pastor steve <clears throat> they were saying the same thing listen what's the sound what 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 are what are you hearing what is what are you saying lord and last year it was a lot of rumbling a lot of movement uh, furniture changing tents were you know, a visual, we were just seeing things moving around like crazy, you know, and, and we were interceding for each one of you guys and praying with authority. We don't mess around with the staff. We pray for each one of you guys. And we are sincere. We are determined to see you have victory. Yeah. And yeah. this year, the Lord has asked me specifically not to live in my emotions. Specifically. Yeah. not to be moved in what I see or hear. Amen. Specifically, it was hard, but it was okay because I was listening to the Father. You can't go wrong when you listen to Him. Yeah. Yeah. 
You can't go wrong. You'll get wrong when you listen to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah. anyway, that's right. I want, there's someone, and I know everyone needs this, but this is the particular, and I really believe, and I say, well, Lord, this is something very, very, uh, uh, um, very precious, very simple. He says, I want everyone to say, sh everyone to know that shalom is in your midst. Yeah. Shalom. shalom and what is the word when he comes to tell his disciples when fear starts rising up he says peace yeah or shalom and what does shalom mean completeness and every single day every single day i said what well, complete in me what you want me today lord wholeness father saturate myself my body my cell my everything because i had a heart attack three four years ago and i said no cell or no muscle or no whatever what's in my system will will start reacting and if i see if i sense it's going to be aligned aligned with your word i'm determined to be victorious and have a breakthrough in this situation yeah yes and yes. the peace and health welfare welfare and safety psalms 91 soundness anytime there is any anxiety or any agitation mm. i said okay lord mm. forgive me okay back to soundness tranquility prosperity fullness rest when i get when i get restless i start my body get tired i start resting we've got to we got to, we have to use uh, uh, what he called wisdom, harmony, getting along with one another. I, I just want to just love. He wants compassion. I have more compassion now in my life now, and mercy, and tenderness, and kindness. He wants us to carry that character. He wants us to change our mind to his mind. Yes. He doesn't want us to be flaky. He doesn't want us to be wishy-washy, toss and turn. He wants us to be strong, stand firm, unmovable, because the, because the days ahead are going to be really difficult for those who don't know how to take authority or don't know how to be, have breakthrough. This is a very important assignment. This weekend is a very important assignment. He wants you to start putting your armor of God on. Put your helmet of salvation on. Put your breastplate of righteousness on. Put your, gird your loins with truth. You come against every lie that comes against you. Yeah. If you feel yeah. a lie coming against you, you tell it to go in Jesus' name. Yeah. I have lived it this whole year. Yeah. And he honored me. And you know how he honored me? Because I was persistent for 13 years. And my husband came back home. And I'm telling you, when you're aggressive and when you're really standing firm, but you have to have your whole body full of light and full of him. He doesn't want to listen to you. He wants to listen. He wants to listen to the words. Yes, he he wants to hear you yes, say, the Lord is strong. The Lord is victorious. He, I, I am, I trust in him. Yes. 
I trust in him. Do not lean to your own understanding. How much more time yeah. do I no, have? No, keep going. So when you leave this weekend, you need to have shalom, a renewed mind every single day. When in, and there's another thing here. It says be absent. Absent of what? Absent of, of, of um, agitation, anxiety, restlessness. When my husband started yelling at me, I started yelling back at him, and I said, oh, Father, forgive me. Right away, he says, uh-uh, Rosie. I said, forgive me. I, for I asked Dan, I said, forgive me. I, I don't mean to. I need to rest a little bit. I'm really tired. I, it's just very, you know. He says, okay, no big deal. But if you're quick, quick to forgive, quick to get back, quick to align, quick say, Father, I love you. I, I, I don't want to just, you know, be mushy or... I want to be strong. I don't want to, I want to listen to what he has to say. And, and um, what else did he was, was he saying to me? It, it was so powerful. Uh, last, last, last week, um, the, the Holy Spirit was showing me when, when Pastor Brian was talking to in the gathering, and the, the, the uh, watchman was really good. And it's John 14, 26. And it says that the Holy Spirit <clears throat> will bring things to your remembrance. He will guide you. He will be your teacher. Yes, he's, yes. he's your helper. The Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. What works for me might not work for you, but there, this is a wealth of weapons here. Yes. And you, from this day forward, you're going to discipline your mind to say, Lord, have it your way. Let compassion come forth. And that's where you have your victory. And that's where the <clears throat> anointing will, will come. Let the last scripture here, it is in... Um, Let's see, where is that? 1 John 2.27 is a very powerful, powerful uh, <clears throat> Let me see, where is it? 1 John, 1 John, is it here? Okay, is it, do you have it? Yep, you got it. Okay. Uh, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you and you do not need that anyone teach you, but has the same anointing teaches you concerning all things, and it's true, and it's not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Father God, I just thank you. You have summoned us. You have summoned us. And Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. When we do not know how to handle an issue, we start speaking in tongues. And let's speak in tongues really right now. Loosen it. Stir up the gift. Put your, put your hands on your stomach and stir up your gift. Let it arise in you. Let the spirit man arise. Let not discouragement refuse discouragement. Don't, don't receive it.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Rosie. All right, come on, you, Brian, last person. Isn't this rich? You start to hear, it's, it's. I don't know who's going to put my time around, but that's okay. Excuse me, I just want to grab the water. If you're thirsty, drink. You guys doing okay? Good. So, let me find out. This is, this is kind of a, uh, you know, pastor gets all of us together and says, okay, here's the do's and don'ts. Don't go over this amount of time. Don't do this. Don't teach. Don't do that. Don't do, and I'm like, oh, well, what's left? <laughs> He took, he took away all my crutches. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so I, I, I have this watch at 2 o'clock on, on Wednesdays, and, and, uh, and, and I'll just share a little bit about, about me and the watch. And, and, you know, Pastor says, oh, you, 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 you take this watch. You know, and I said, okay, I'll, I'll take that watch. You know, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Luke 11, 38 kind of person. And if you know what that is, that's, that's when, when Jesus was with Mary and Martha at Martha's house. See, I said it, Martha. Yeah, for Ma, everybody. Ma. You're all happy now. 
right? It was Martha's house that Mary was in with Jesus. And, 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 and Mary, Martha was praying at that prayer meeting. But she got distracted. You know, she let her gifts and talents, she let her responsibilities take over and, and push aside. So, you know, for... You know, for those, if, if that's who you are, that's who I am. I, I get put in a watch to lead a watch, and I have to keep myself, I have to hold myself in that watch because something is going to stir in the, in the room or on my phone. You know what, these, these things are the greatest Bible you could ever have. I don't even know where mine is, but, oh, it's under here, keeping my time. Yeah. And they're great. But they also link you to every circumstance in your yeah. life, you know. And so they can, they, the phone, the building, the people, the PA system, that stuff is, is so here I'm sitting in this watch and I'm having to hold my place by saying, that's, that's not what I'm going to do right now. All those things are going to be there. So I'm, I'm here to tell you that if you come to a watch, and, and, and you get distracted and you're getting pulled out. I started, I, started, I heard, heard this scripture and it has become my, my starting point for every prayer watch, for every prayer meeting, for every, uh, every, every morning, like Rosie, when, you start, when I start my day, I start in Colossians chapter three and it starts in verse one, it says, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Now, Brian, set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when he appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. See, the goal of, of, for me and my prayer watch is to, is, to, is to hear what God's saying in the midst of all the distractions. And it's to be in agreement with every person that's in the room. Now, that can be a, a stretching point. You know, it can, you can... But for me, I just, I have to start that watch off every single day. I start my day off that way. Sometimes I'll start my day off and then I'll come into work and then I'll start it again because I find myself drifting from this place that I can't, that my mind wants to be, wants to take care of all these other things and not hold the place like Mary that said, where Jesus said, you've chosen the right thing. So, so I, I'll always start my watch with this place of saying, Jesus, I'm, I'm coming in, I'm coming right now. I see me coming out of this place, out of this earthly place, and I set my mind, my emotion, my will. I set everything right now. I set all the problems, all the circumstances, all the situations aside. Most likely they'll all be here when I get back. <laughs> but right now I'm setting my mind on you. And I'm going to come into the heavenly place where you are. 
and I'm going to come in and I'm going to see you, Jesus. I'm going to see you. Hebrews 3. I have notes just so I stay focused and don't chase after some squirrel. Hebrews 3.1 says, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of a heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of your confession, Christ Jesus. So I have to, while I'm there, I hold my place and I say, I'm a partaker, Jesus, right here with you. I'm a partaker. I, I have to be active in it. If I, if, I, if I let off the gas or I'm not intentional like Rosie was saying, I don't put my foot down and don't, and don't hold the place, I, you, you'll drift. I mean, I don't know about you, but I will. You know, I'll find myself thinking about something else and next thing you know, I'll be like, oh, wait a minute, I gotta, I gotta pull back here. I gotta pull back in because, because I'm, here, I'm here for you and I'm here with you and I'm here in heavenly places right now with you. So I'm going to be a partaker of this heavenly calling. I'm going to be active. I'm going to be intentional. You know, and so then I take, and I, and, and, and there's, and, and in the midst of this, other people are praying, and there's a, they're agreeing, but I'm, I'm holding a place. I'm, because what the Lord's been speaking to me about in, when we started talking about returning was, Lord, I want to return my fragmented heart in my fragmented mind back to you. I want you to be able to place, you know, place it all back together again. And the image I have, and we all know it because we all have, we all remember the nursery rhymes of Humpty Dumpty. Right? Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall. And nothing, no one could put him back together again. Right? And that's, that's, that's my life. I won't say it's your life. That's, you may not want me to confess that over you. But for me, my life is fragmented. It goes a hundred directions all the time. And so I want to hold it. And Cammie, I agree. That, that top of that refrigerator needs to be cleaned. <laughs> how, how does it get so dirty? Yeah, I know. I, I repent. <laughs> He's returned. I repent. I'm going to clean it. Yeah. I'll clean it. But see, those are the things that, that get me. I'll be, I'll be praying, and I'll remember, oh, man, I didn't, I, I didn't sweep the kitchen floor from all those crumbs after the grandkids, you know, and that will lock me up. And again, to you, maybe it's not that. But, but, but when you find you get locked up, you've got to return. And I've got to return me, who I am. I've got to return me right back to him and say, no, yeah, I've been raised with you. And now I'm seated with you in heavenly places. And I'm going to take myself out of this moment, out of the, out of the thing that's taken me and, 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 and forcibly took, taken my imagination someplace else. Yeah. Right? Because that's your mind. That's what it says. Set your mind yeah. on things above. It doesn't say set your spirit my spirit's really good with hanging out with Jesus. Yeah. It's my mind that thinks about everything else. Right? So now, my problem is now I'm going to be thinking about Cammie's crumbs. Because <laughs> that's my OCD. Right? But so I started, I started saying to God, I started saying, God, 
because Eddie, you, you hit it with that scripture in, in Isaiah. I mean, in, let me see, where was it, Eddie? Let me get to Eddie's notes. Uh, in, in Hebrews 3.12, about the evil heart of unbelief and doubting, mm-hmm. you know. You know, I, I started saying, God, I'm so sorry, I'm an unbelieving believer. Yeah. I don't believe what, what's, what's, what's being said. I'll hear it, and I'll let my mind determine if, if that's really true. Not what the Word says. I'll stop and have to, to filter it for a minute and go, hmm, is that really? Is that really what God's saying? And then I have to go, no, wait a minute. That is what God's saying. That is what God's saying. And I found myself to be an unbelieving believer. I found that I, was, I, would, I, would, I would doubt first and then determine if I, could, if I could have faith for it. You know? So then I started going to God, and I started saying, okay, here I am, God. I'm, 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 I'm in unbelief. The only way to get out of unbelief is to return to you and to have a conversation, to bring your word back to you and have a conversation with you about me. And have it and just be, be real honest and open and come to him and say, okay, here's the thing. And I found that his word, this is, you know what, you know what, it's in Hebrews. We've gone over Hebrews so many times we should know this book. Unfortunately, we don't. I don't. You all, you all got it. I'm still working on it. Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and powerful. This has been wrecking me. It's living. It's living. It's living. This word is really alive. Yes. It's living. I don't treat it that way. I don't treat it like it's alive. It's living and powerful, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, and it pierces even the division of the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow, and it's a discerner. God, it's a discerner for my thoughts and my intentions and my heart. And there's no creature. You know what it means by no creature? None, none that's not naked before him. So I have to say, God, I'm naked before you. I have nothing to give you here. But I want you to, I want you to use your word, your sharp word, and determine and show me the thoughts and the intentions of my heart. Because that's the only thing that will change who I am. It's the only thing that'll change who you are. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. You know, so we have a prayer watch. We have the spirit moving. We have the word in place. So it's the spirit and it's truth. It's the left foot and the right foot. It's it's active. It's living. It's both and, right? but you got to submit to that word. you got to return. So I'm always coming back saying, when I hear a word and it's so big or it's so giant or it's so massive, I have to say, God, I'm going to return to that because I don't really believe that. I know you're able. You're fully able to do what you said and you're accomplished. And no word's going to return back to you void, but I don't really believe it. So I have to return my fragmented heart and my fragmented mind and say, God, you're able to do that. Yeah, that's good. So that's my prayer that's watch. Yeah, <laughs> so would you just stand? I want to I pray, and I want to ask God to use over this next, the next, the, over the rest of tonight and tomorrow, what he told me today 
was what I feel like he's going to do. I'm going to read the scripture and then it's 1 John 5, 20 and 21. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an, an understanding that we may know him who is true and we may in him and we and we are in him who is true in his son Christ Jesus that is the true God in eternal life what I heard him say is to know me to submit to his word to let him to let him take that place to let him for us to turn and return he would he would even as Rosie said about the Holy Spirit coming and reminding you of the words, he's going to turn words. He's going to take words that he's saying, that he's been saying, that he said to you before, and he's going to remind you of them. And they are going to be the thing that you, that you take. And those eternal words bring you to know him. And in knowing him, you get eternal life. He has to know you, and you have to know him. You have to let him. So, Father, right now, I just Whoa. say, I say, Father, again, I Whoa. submit to you. I bring all of me before all of you and say, God, I need you. And I want you, to, I want you to discern the thoughts and intentions of my heart. I want you to hold me, but I now take and I return. We all return. We take we all return. of us and we, we return, return to you and say, whatever is our distraction, whatever it is taking our place, whatever has caused us to go to, 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 to run from you and to not believe that you are going to do all that you said you're going to do and whatever has caused us to be in a place of doubt and unbelief jesus we return it to you yes. we return yes. it and we come back to you and know that your word is living and powerful and sharp and it's cutting and it's putting us back into a place lord that you know us lord and that we know you and we bring our words we bring what you said back to you so that we take our account because you are the apostle and high priest of our confession, of our confession. And so we bring it back to you, Jesus. So I bless and say, Holy Spirit, you come and bring us into everlasting life by showing us the word, by bringing us into that place that you know us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brian. Just, just remain standing. We're, we're not going to go on. But I do want you to do one thing, because you can already tell that if you're listening, it's taking more act, intentional listening and receiving, but it's going to re, give us a great reward. So ask the Lord quietly, and then we'll bless and send us home. What, did, what is the Lord saying to me tonight? Online, do the same. Ask the Lord, what are you saying to me? What am I taking home with me? Pick up the fragments of the miracles. It could be multiple things. But just kind of have a, have a say it. Just declare it, say back to the Lord, I hear what you're saying. This is what you're saying. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Now, once you have it, just lift up your hands. Once you've declared it, there may be much more come back, but we have to value what God's giving, and He gives much more. Now, Lord. We thank you that the salvation, so great a salvation that we have often, so often, I know I have drifted away from, but we're returning to the great salvation. And we're asking you to give the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we might the deep thoughts of our heart be able to 
understand what is the hope of our calling in Christ and what is the riches of your glory of your inheritance in us and what is the exceeding great greatness of your power toward us in the Holy Spirit's resurrection of Jesus Christ oh praise you Lord we receive we receive what we've heard tonight we receive what you're doing in our midst we receive what you're bringing to us and we return to you and we accept the truths that are being highlighted in the word of God for us and by the spirit of God in us. Praise you. Now, Lord, give us good sleep. Give us a, a, an orderly path. Gather us again tomorrow morning and throughout the day and into Sunday that you might fulfill, as Rosie prophesied, and we agree, you might fulfill clarity and anointing and unction for the assignment for the new season and each of us can walk fully into and the breakthroughs that you promise and the healings that you're giving and the miracles that are ours in Christ Jesus but together we walk with you into that place in Jesus name Amen